Bismillah Wassalatu Wassalamu ala rasulillahi Wa ba'd And first and foremost We will Mention A little bit about Knowledge Knowledge This is the reason And all of you are here and The students Who come here and to the Saturday school is for one reason it's for you to seek knowledge for you to seek any knowledge and what is this knowledge that you are coming every Saturday and putting effort sitting down writing your notes answering questions listening to your teachers what is this knowledge that they are teaching you taking from taken from knowledge of your deen and the knowledge of your deen is taken from two sources what are those two sources the Quran and the Sunnah the Quran which is the speech of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala which he sent to Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam as guidance for the whole of mankind guidance for all of the people guidance for all of the people and the Sunnah the Sunnah which is the speech actions the speech actions the teachings the descriptions of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam the one whom Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala chose to be his final messenger okay, his final messenger to mankind now this knowledge is very important it is very important for us to learn this knowledge of the Quran and the Sunnah <clears throat> one of the great reasons why we should learn this knowledge is because we want to be successful okay we want to be successful we want to be successful Muslims in this world and in the next okay, in the world and in the next now in this world a lot of people say that success is having a lot of money having a big house having a big car having a lot of possessions Okay, for some people, this is what they think success is. But true success, true success is found in the learning of your religion, learning the, Quran, the Quran and the Sunnah, and then implementing it in your lives, meaning practicing it. What you learn from the Quran, you do it. What Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells you in the Quran, you do it in your lives. And what you learn from the Sunnah, what you learn from the actions and speech of the Prophet, وسلم, okay, you implement it, meaning you do it. You follow his example. So it is very important if you want truly to be happy in this world. Okay, if you truly want to be happy, a happy person, okay, where does happiness lie? 
Where does our happiness lie? In which part of our body? Our happiness. The heart. Okay, the heart. True happiness it lies in the heart. And the heart cannot be happy until you have given your heart the correct belief. The correct belief. And that correct belief can only be found from the revelation which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has sent, which is the Quran and, and the Sunnah. So two things you need to be successful and be truly happy in this world is for you to have the correct belief. The correct belief. And this is what you are learning, inshallah, here at the school. And also to have good actions. Good actions and good deeds. Now it is not sufficient that you learn it is not sufficient that you learn and you go home and you close your books and you forget about what you've learned or you do not implement it. But rather, what you learn here at the school from the Quran and the Sunnah, you need to take that home and you need to practice it at home okay, in your daily lives. The good manners that you learn here from your teachers, you need to go home and implement those manners. You need to show those good manners to your parents, to your mom, to your father, and to your brothers and your sisters, and your uncles and your aunties, your grandfathers and your grandmothers, and to your neighbors and as well. Okay? Which means you're implementing it, you're learning something, but you are putting it into action. Now, this knowledge that you are learning, or let's say the knowledge of the Qur'an and the Sunnah, a person cannot truly be successful in learning and implementing the Qur'an and the Sunnah unless they are following an understanding. Okay, unless they are following an understanding. Now that understanding, understanding the Quran and the Sunnah in the correct way, we can only find it from a source, and that is our Salaf, our righteous predecessors. Our righteous predecessors who are the companions of Muhammad. Sallallahu alayhi wasallam. And those whom they taught. Okay, and then that generation who came after them and learned from the generation who learned from the companions of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam. Okay, we cannot be truly success successful in living by the Quran and the Sunnah unless that we understanding the Quran and the Sunnah and practicing it the way the companions of our Prophet Muhammad وسلم, the way they learnt it and the way they understood it and the way they implemented it because anybody can come 
today and say something about the Quran and the Sunnah and he is giving a, an explanation based on his own mind based on what he thinks this means based on what he wants it to be but as Muslims who truly want to be successful in this world and the next in the hereafter we cannot apply this type of reasoning and thinking where we use our own minds okay, to accept what we want to accept or to explain it the way we want but rather we need to learn what the companions of Muhammad وسلم, said about those verses in the Quran how they explained it how they understood it how they implemented it how they practiced it practiced it in their lives and also this applies for the Sunnah of Abu Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam why do we say this why do we say we have to look towards the companions we have to learn what the companions said about those verses in the Quran and the Sunnah why first and foremost they were the ones who learnt it directly from the Prophet the companions, the Sahaba, they learnt it directly from the Prophet so they had the best teacher they had the best and the teacher was our Prophet Muhammad and secondly the Prophet said about his companions he said he said the best of the people is my generation than those who come after them than those who come after them so who is the best people in our ummah who is the best of the people in our ummah who is the, who is the best generation is the generation of the Prophet his companions okay? his companions those who learn directly from from him what are they best in he said they are the best okay the best of the people he said وسلم, is my generation then those who learned from them and those who learned from them after what are they best in what is this khairiya they are best in their knowledge because they witness the revelation they witness and they were during the time of revelation so they knew what was going on when those verses were revealed they gained clarification and they gained any knowledge from the Prophet directly so their knowledge were the most complete they had the best any knowledge regarding Quran and the Sunnah and also they are better in their understanding of the Quran and the Sunnah which follows from that point I mean the best knowledge and they have the best understanding in the way they understood how these verses should be understood and applied in our lives and also they are best in their piety 
their piety and their righteousness. Okay, piety and righteousness, we must take it from the Quran and the Sunnah. Cannot think that piety is something which is not, which, that which is opposed, opposes the Quran and the Sunnah. So they were best of the people in all of these, in their knowledge and their understanding of Islam and their practice of Islam. So that's why, one of the points why it is important for us as Muslims that when we learn about our religion, we're learning it according to the understanding of those righteous and pious generations whom the Prophet mentioned them, mentioned that they are the best of the Ummah, they are the best and the Avi of the people. And also, Another point why we should learn about the Sahabas, the companions, and why we should see and look to how they understood our religion and practiced it is because they have been praised in the Quran by Allah. They have been praised in the Quran by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, As-sabiqoon al-awwaloon min al-muhajirin wal-ansar wal-ladheena attaba'uuhum bi-hissan radiyallahu anhum wa radu'an. Allah says, As-sabiqoon, those who were the first, wal-awwaloon, and those who preceded us, those who preceded, those who came first, min al-muhajirin wal-ansar, from the Muhajireen and the Ansar. And the Muhajireen, they are the companions who migrated from Medina to, from, migrated from Makkah to Al Medina. Well, Ansar and the Ansar, they are the companions who are in Medina who accepted their brothers who came to them and who came to Al Medina to live. وَالَّذِينَ اتَّبَعُوهُمْ بِإِحْسَانِ And those who follow them in good, those who follow them in their righteousness and their piousness, those who follow them in their understanding. رَضِيَ اللَّهُ عَنْهُمْ وَرَضُوعًا Allah is pleased with them and they are pleased with him. So here in this verse, what do we learn? We learn that Allah mentions the companions of our Prophet And He mentions that He, Allah, is pleased with them. He, Allah, is pleased with them. He's pleased with the way they practiced their religion. He is pleased with them the way they understood and taught you know, their religion. So therefore, if we want to be, if we want Allah to be pleased with us, any one of the ways is to learn about the companions, learn their understanding, and that we try to be like them. That we try and need to be like them in their piety 
and their righteousness in their good deeds that they did. And also in this verse, Allah mentions, and they were pleased with Allah. And they were pleased with Allah. And Allah continues and mentions in this verse that He has prepared gardens in paradise underneath which rivers flow. Allah was so pleased with them that He prepared for them gardens in paradise. And there's rivers flowing underneath it. Rivers and it flowing underneath. So indeed we see and we learn from this verse that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala He was pleased with them and that is an indication for us to learn about the companions and be like them as well in their understanding and their practice and of al-Islam. Because truly we are here, you come here to learn so that you can implement what you are learning so that you can know your religion to practice it correctly with the correct understanding okay, with the correct understanding so that you can have the correct belief and your deeds may be accepted by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala why? because you want paradise that is all that is all of us this is what we are aiming for Jannah and the paradise paradise and the favors and the blessings of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and in paradise so we have to stick to that methodology that understanding okay, from those sources if we are truly going to be happy in this in this world if we're truly going to be happy in the hereafter Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions in a chapter of the Quran وَالْعَصْرِ إِنَّ الْإِنسَانَ لَفِي خُسْرِ إِلَّا الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا وَعَمِلُوا الصَّالِحَاتِ وَتَوَاسَوْا بِالْحَقِّ وَتَوَاسَوْا بِالصَّبْرِ Allah says by time indeed mankind is in loss okay, so everybody is in loss okay, everybody is heading for destruction Everybody is miserable. إِلَّا الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا Except those who have Iman. Except those who have Iman. Except those who believe. Now how can we acquire, how can we gain Iman? A true Iman. Correct Iman. Anybody know? How can we acquire Iman? How can we acquire Iman? By learning, Mumtaz. So you see the fruits of learning. How can we gain true Iman? True belief in Allah. True belief about the angels. True belief about the prophets and the messengers. True belief about the last day. True belief about the Revealed books that Allah sent. How can we have true belief regarding that? It's only through one way, it's through learning. 
It is not by just sitting at home or playing around. That's knowledge going to descend and we're going to have knowledge. No. We have to come and learn. We have to put the effort. We have to be patient. And that learning, as we mentioned, for us to gain true Iman is learning the Qur'an and the Sunnah. And that learning of the Qur'an and the Sunnah cannot be correct unless it is understood according to the understanding of the companions of our Prophet those three pious generations which our Prophet and whom our Prophet mentioned them. Then Allah says, وَعَمِلُوا الصَّالِحَاتِ And act righteously. They have iman, meaning everybody is in loss except those who believe. They have iman, so they have that knowledge. وَعَمِلُوا الصَّالِحَاتِ Then they act righteously. They do good deeds. They do good deeds that are pleasing to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Now, a deed can only be considered to be good and righteous except by two things. What are those two things that we need to make our actions accepted by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? Quran and Sunnah. One intention. Okay, what are we specifically mentioned about that intention? Correct intention for who? Allah. For Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So sincerity. Our actions, the good deeds, okay? the deeds that we do, the actions, the worship that we do. Okay? It will not be accepted by Allah and you will not be rewarded for it except by two things. And the first one is the intention, sincerity. That you do it only for Allah. You do it to please Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Okay? You don't do it to please anybody else. You do your actions of worship, the actions that you do to obey Allah, you do it only for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Don't do it to show off, okay? Don't do it to show that you can basically do it, okay? Don't show off. Do it for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And secondly is that you do your action according to the sunnah, okay? According to the teachings of our Prophet sallallahu Alayhi wasallam. Okay? Allah mentions in the Quran, indeed, there is for you in the Messenger of Allah a great example. Okay, a great example. The best example for us is the Prophet. So when we want to learn how to do an action of worship, salah, okay, fasting, hajj, what do we do? Okay, we look to the Sunnah and see the way that he did it, when he did it, okay, how he did it, and when he did it. And we follow that example. It's only by doing these two things that our actions are accepted by Allah and they considered to be good and righteous okay, before Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So first thing, Iman, the people have Iman and they act righteously, they do good deeds that are pleasing for Allah Azza wa Jal. And they encourage the truth. 
Okay, the truth that they learned, okay, from the Quran and the Sunnah, and those righteous good deeds that they're doing, they encourage others. I need to learn. They encourage others with that truth to learn from the Quran, to learn from the Sunnah. Okay, to do those good deeds according to the Sunnah of our Prophet. So they encourage others okay, upon the truth. And likewise, they would discourage others. Okay? Discourage others from doing sins, from doing actions of worship that is not found in the Sunnah. Or not to do actions of worship that is not done according to the Sunnah, according to okay, the practice of our Prophet. And they encourage one another with patience. <coughs> they encourage one another with patience. Okay, be patient upon your religion. Be patient upon the truth that you are learning okay, about your religion okay, from the Quran and the Sunnah. Be patient about, upon those good deeds that you are doing, your worship of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, your obedience to Allah. Okay, the actions you do to please Allah, be patient. What does it mean to be patient? Meaning continue to do them. Continue to do them, always. This is how we be patient. We continue to do them. We do not stop. Okay? We do not stop praying, for example. When we started to pray, we do not stop praying. Okay? For being lazy or having distractions around. Okay, fasting the month of Ramadan. Okay, you can feel some hunger, some thirst. Be patient. Okay, don't break your fast if you're not allowed to. Okay, so be patient in learning your religion. Be patient in practicing it. Be patient in encouraging others with this truth, with this Quran. Okay, with this sunnah, be patient in teaching others about it, letting others know about the beauty of the Islam, the beauty that is found in our religion, the Quran, and the, and the sunnah of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam. We have a little, any kalima from Ibn Qayyim. In his book, Zadul Ma'ad, there's a part of his book where he mentions the ways of gaining that happiness, that tranquility okay, in the hearts okay, of the people. Firstly, he said, the first means, the first thing that brings that tranquility, okay, calmness, and that happiness, that pleasantness in the heart is at-tawheed. At-tawheed. Wa'ala hasabi kamalihi. Is tawheed. Now, what is tawheed? What is tawheed? Jayid, belief in Allah alone. Anything else? To single out Allah alone in. In worship, 
to believe in Allah's names and attributes. To single out Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in his in worship and his names and attributes and actions in our actions. To believe that Allah is the creator, the sustainer, and the planner of all that exists. Anybody else want to add anything? Ahsant, good, mashallah. So, Tawheed is an important part of our religion. Okay? It is the foundation. Everything else is built upon this Tawheed. Okay? It's the foundation. It is the basis. And Tawheed generally means that we single out Allah with the things that are specific to Him. Okay, the things that are only specific for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, okay, we attribute it to Allah azza wa jal alone. And Tawheed has three categories. Okay, Tawheed al-Uluhiyyah, Tawheed al-Rububiyyah, and Tawheed al-Asma wa sifat Okay, now Tawheed al-Rububiyyah, the Tawheed of Allah's Lordship, as mentioned by some of the students here, okay, to believe that Allah is the only creator, the only sustainer, okay, and the controller of all of the affairs of his creation, everything that occurs that Allah is in control of it. So here we are speaking about the actions of Allah, okay, the actions of Allah. So every belief that we learn about Allah in the Quran and the Sunnah, that is specific for Allah, then we must only attribute it to Allah. We cannot give somebody else or something else okay, a belief that is only specific for Allah, subhanahu wa ta'ala. Okay, for example, sustainer, provider, that Allah is the one who provides for His creation. Allah is the one who provides for His creation. Is the one who gives them food and drink. So it is not allowed for a person to go and think that, for example, such and such righteous Imam, that he, for example, can bring you your food and your drink, for example, as well. That he can decree your sustenance. Okay? That is and not allowed. That would be any shirk. So therefore, any belief that we learn is only specific for Allah, that we only believe that Allah okay, possesses these attributes, okay, these descriptions, these actions, so they're only specific for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala alone. And this belief pushes us with another, with, uh, another category of Tawheed, which is Tawheed al-Uluhiyya, the Tawheed of Allah's Worship. So when we understand the greatness of Allah, that He is the Creator, the Lord, the controller of all of the affairs, okay, that He has created everything and everything comes from Him, and to Him we shall return. He is the giver of life, 
and the causer of death. So therefore that pushes us to worship Allah alone. To, to worship Allah and His subhanahu wa ta'ala alone and no one else. Because He's your creator. He's the one who is in control of your life. And he, only He can answer your, your dua. So the Sheikh says, and from the means of gaining that tranquility and happiness in one's heart is with Tawheed. And he says, depending how strong a person's Tawheed is, that will and he lead to, or that will define how much or how strong his happiness and his tranquility in his heart will be. So the more a person learns about Allah and increases in their Iman, the more they learn about Tawheed, the more knowledge they have, that will increase their tranquility in their hearts. That will increase their happiness and how good and if they feel in their heart because they understand who their Creator is and they are worshipping their Creator in the correct way. Also Ibn Qayyim he mentions and he from those affairs that makes the heart feel good that makes the heart feel happy and tranquil which is al-ilm says knowledge knowledge and he says for indeed and in knowledge it it makes the heart feel good it makes the heart feel happy and tranquil and pleasant he says knowledge expands the heart until as if the heart is bigger than the dunya bigger than the, bigger than this world okay, knowledge expands a person's heart and he says well jahlu and ignorance what does ignorance does ignorance means a lack of knowledge person who does not know ignorance it constricts the heart okay makes the heart feel tight makes the heart and he feel tight and restricted and he says every time the knowledge of a person increases every time the knowledge of a person increases okay his happiness increases his uh, feeling good about himself and increases in his heart and the more his heart expands okay his heart and he expands and he with that knowledge he says, and this is not for every type of knowledge. Okay? This is not for every type of knowledge, meaning not every type of knowledge does this to your heart. Brings that tranquility, that true happiness in your heart. And he says, But this knowledge that expands the heart and makes the heart feel good, make a person feel happy, is that knowledge which is inherited from the 
messenger sallallahu alayhi wasallam our prophet muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam wa huwa al-ilm al-nafi and that is the beneficial knowledge and that is the beneficial and the knowledge that is the knowledge that is most beneficial for a person in this world and the next that is the knowledge that is the most beneficial And they say that the people of knowledge, the people who learn, they are those who are most content in their hearts. They are those who are most happy. Okay? They are those who have more of that goodness in their hearts. And their hearts are the ones that are wider, because they've been expanded by knowledge. And they are those who have the best of manners as well. Because when they learn, okay, they, they practice. They practice what they've learnt from the Qur'an and the Sunnah. And that is what our Prophet was given. The Qur'an okay, and the Sunnah of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. وَأَطْيَبُهُمْ And they are those people who have the best of lives on this earth. They are those people who have the best of life. The most and the content of lives on this earth, and all that is, and he reached and achieved through knowledge, learning of the Quran and the Sunnah of Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam. So this shows us, okay, to all the students, this shows us the importance of you coming here on every Saturday and learning your religion, okay, learning the Qur'an okay, and the Sunnah. And when you wake up every Saturday, thinking about coming to Saturday, Saturday school, okay, you'd be the happiest person who's woken up. Okay, why? Because you're on a very good mission today, every Saturday. A mission to learn your religion, the Qur'an and the Sunnah. Okay, learning that which will make you a very happy person in this world. And a very happy person, insha'Allah, in the, in the hereafter. So the more knowledge you learn here from your teachers, okay, the more your heart becomes happy, okay, becomes good, becomes satisfied, content okay, in this world. Okay? Because if our heart is void of this knowledge of our religion and we have all the money in the world, that won't mean anything. You can't buy paradise and you can't buy happiness. Okay, true happiness can only be achieved by putting effort, learning your religion, okay, learning the Quran, learning the Sunnah, according to the correct understanding that we mentioned, the understanding of the righteous generations that came before us. Okay? So every morning when you wake up or every Saturday, yeah, when you think about Saturday school, yeah, you should be very happy and smiling, okay? rushing out the door, inshallah. Okay? So we will and end here, and our little reminder, and for our students, and I used to teach here as well you know, a couple of years ago, so I know exactly okay, what, uh, mashallah, you know, goes on in the school and the effort that the teachers put 
and likewise the effort that the students and he put in being patient insha'Allah okay bismillah just a little announcement okay the masjid is making an appeal okay which is and they are requesting from their brothers and sisters who are able and need to help them and regarding some important affairs some important things that they want to do for the masjid okay some important things that they want to do and for the masjid and for example they want to fix the wudu area okay and the taps okay where everybody comes in and makes wudu Okay, for prayer, they want to fix that. Okay, they want to provide a itikaf showering facility. Okay, where people who perform itikaf in Ramadan, okay, like a place where they can shower. Okay, because they will stay in the masjid. Okay, likewise for Quran and Islamic studies classroom, as the school here. You know, as the t time passes, okay, they're getting a lot more students, a lot more requests from families, okay, to they, they want to put their children in the school. So they require as well any help from their brothers and sisters in Islam to help them to establish and expand any further so that they can any cater and provide this goodness that's been taught here and to other children. In the, within the community and also for security gates and the security and safety is very important and if for all of us it is something which is very important and if for all of our children as well and all the students so they would like to improve that and, and in place security gates so that when learning is taking place here in the school so that they will know inshallah Okay, the children here, they're, they're safer. Okay, they are safer. And also regarding uh, heating, and they're putting a new, uh, new boiler, and any renovations. Renovations, only to the masjid, and also teaching equipment and resources. Okay, teaching equipment and resources. As we mentioned, as time goes, there's more students that come through the school. Okay? And there's the demand on the on the masjid and the, and the teachers and the management here to get more and better resources that will help our students to learn even better. Okay? That will help the students here and to learn even better. And also to restore the masjid, as we mentioned, okay, to basically, you know, fix certain things that need fixing with the masjid. Now this is a noble cause, a noble request. And if for the masjid, I need to ask, I need to request, and if from their brothers and sisters in Al-Islam, and if from those who use the facilities of this masjid, and also those who are not using it. For example, another part of the UK, another part of the world, that you help in this goodness that is taking place and he here at the masjid and he end at the school for indeed it will be an ongoing charity for you 
if you are able to give from your wealth, a part of your wealth, and we're saying your wealth, we're not saying that if you, you have to be wealthy, you have to be rich. Okay, no, even if you got one penny and you donate it to the masjid, one pound, you donate it to the masjid, you've done a very good deed and you participated in this ongoing charity. Okay, meaning you're getting reward. Every time the people use those facilities here that you've helped the masjid to fix or to build, every time the people come here and use it, you will be rewarded and he for it, ta'ala. But you need to be sincere when you give charity. Okay? When you donate, you need to be sincere that you're doing it to please Allah and to help Allah's cause. Okay? Because all of this here is in Allah's cause. Okay? In Allah's cause. To teach the religion correctly okay, to our children so that they grow up with the correct understanding and they grow up as any righteous Muslims insha'Allah and they become a benefit for their families and a benefit for our community now the target 48,000 they've done a calculation and they all of this insha'Allah that they want to do Inshallah will cost about okay, 48,000 and inshallah that is should be easy for and all the brothers and sisters who use these facilities and those who and are other parts of the UK or the world inshallah it is easy if we all get together and we give what we can okay, even if it is a penny, five penny, ten, one pound can you donate it to the masjid that will be good help because all of the pounds that come together, they make a big amount, don't they? Yeah? They make a big amount. And as you know, sadaqah, okay, giving in charity, is something that a person, when they are in their graves, they will still be rewarded for it. Okay, when a person is in their graves, they're buried. They can't do any other actions. They can't pray. They can't do anything to earn them good deeds. But if they've given in charity okay, before they pass away and what they've given the charity for the people behind they're still using those facilities behind them for years and years and decades to come so therefore they'll earn a reward from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala because they have and they given and donated for the cause of Allah okay, for the teaching of the religion the teaching of the final revelation, that guidance and to the whole of mankind. And a person will be shaded in the shade of his or her and in charity on the day of judgment. And so likewise, as he mentioned in the hadith, we see another virtue, another important reason why a person should give in charity according to the best of the ability okay, give in charity so that you can be in the shade of your charity and on the day of judgment okay, on the day and the day of judgment and likewise be in the shade of Allah and the subhanahu wa ta'ala okay because one of those people who will be in the shade of Allah on the day of judgment the day 
there, where there'll be no shade except his shade, is a person who gave in charity with one hand, he concealed it, meaning he, he gave it in secret. He gave it in so secretly that his other hand didn't notice it. Okay, this is how sincere and those people are, and they will be placed in the shade of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala on the day of judgment, the day where there will be no shade except any Allah's shade. And our students, to make it easy and for our students, because since our students are coming here on Saturdays and learning the religion, okay, learning importance of knowledge, we want our students to participate in this goodness. We want our students to participate in this noble action okay, of giving in charity okay, to the masjid to help your teachers here okay, and the brothers that run the masjid to help them to build these facilities that are required and for the masjid, for the people who come pray here and also you as well. Okay? We want to encourage you and the way we're going to make it easy, inshallah. Everybody today is going to receive one of these donation boxes. Okay, everybody's going to receive one of these donation boxes. And what you do with these donation boxes, okay, you take it home. And if you've got a few pennies that you're not using, okay, you can put it in there. And you can go to your mom and your dad, to your uncle and your family, Okay, and say, the masjid is in need of some facilities. And I learned there, and I'm very happy to learn there, and I want to help the masjid, and I want you to help me to fill up, fill up this box. Okay, I want to help me to fill up this box so that we can help okay, the teachers and those who run the masjid, inshallah. Okay, so you'll take one of these home today. Make sure you don't lose them. Yeah, and try and ask from your family members, those who can give, that they give you know, whatever they can, as much as they can, so that inshallah the masjid can reach this target as soon as possible, and they can start fixing the masjid, and buying these resources, and expanding the school, so that as soon as possible, the people can benefit, okay, and our students can benefit and from these uh, and charity insha'Allah okay